15 minutes in. So, this is the second time we're recording this podcast yeah. of True Northern. Yay! So, here is Ryan. That's me. And Jen. Hi. And Kevin is in Germany. He is going to come back with a bunch of stories about Munich Comic Con and Germany and pretzels and beer and. River surfing. River surfing? He did river surfing? No, he, he watched, watched people it. river surfing. Uh, and, uh, Didn't you watch the video on his no, Facebook page? I, it, he's been updating it pretty quickly, so some things I've missed and I have to go back. I always miss him when he's, when they, especially the the first couple of days they were there at the, the theme park when they yeah. would go live. Mm. I would always just miss the, the, it was like, Kevin was live two minutes ago. It's like, ah. Oh. You can still go watch it. I think it. Oh, you can watch it, like, but what, I can't watch it live. Or something? Oh, yeah, like it's still in there. Yeah, and if uh, he's has he's also posted some of his pictures to our Instagram and True North Nerds Facebook, so uh, you can take a peek at some of the adventures that Kevin's been up to while he's been gone. <laughs> so we will start this episode off like we start every episode off with the news. <laughs> the <Okay>. news <laughs> again. I, you know what? It's bound to happen because I. Oh yeah. Um, my friends John and Way, their wrestling podcast. Every once in a while, it would happen to him, but they seem to have the bad luck of when it would happen to him, like three times in one night. Oh, uh, or like so now you just jinxed they us. would get like an hour and a half into a show, and then it would fuck up. See if that happened to us, I'd just say screw it, Use call it a no, well, no, just have. call it a night and try again the next tomorrow. day when yeah. it's. But All they fresh are, again. They're dedicated professionals. Well, that, so would I. It's just <laughs> we we have a week between when we record and when it comes out, yeah, so we yeah. have time to That's re-energize fair, fair. and come up with new lines and make it sound all fresh again. <laughs> <laughs> so, if the first couple news items sound a little like we're repeating stuff, that's because we are. It's a peek behind the curtain. <laughs> It happens to every podcast. Yep. At least once or twice, I imagine. Oh. Anyways, Ryan. Yep. Okay. First news story. Uh, so first news story is the story of, is Henry Cavill Superman or is he not Superman? Do we know? Does Warner Brothers know? Does he know? Does his agent know? Does anybody know? Right now? Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> uh, technically, I guess, because there's no, well, look, here's the story. So I guess Warner Brothers wanted him to be, not to make an appearance, probably like a post credit scene or some small thing. I would assume it was something small. At this point, uh, in Shazam. They couldn't come to an agreement in his contract uh, for it. He wanted more money than they were offering, I guess, or something like that. So then it became, oh, Warner Brothers is, you know, is, you can't come to an agreement with them. They're going to find a new Superman. And everybody jumps off the handle, you know, like they like to and goes crazy and... 
Michael B. Jordan's going to be Superman. Because he's had the contract to do, expand, you know, multicultural stuff in production, diversity, that's the word. (laughs) And uh, it doesn't mean he's going to be Superman. Don't make him Superman. No. If anything, if you want to make him a Superman with air quotes, let him be Steel. Maybe. You know what I'd like to see him as? I think he would fit pretty good as? Is older version of Static. Yeah. Yeah. But that's just me. Yeah. I, mean, I don't know. I just I just think of him with like the the kind of dreads that or braids that he had in Black Panther and like yeah. him as like slightly older static, not like the old man one that we saw that yeah. in Justice League, but like, you know, adult because well Michael B. Jordan's an adult. Yeah, just a little bit. <laughs> uh but yeah, so both Warner Brothers, Henry Cavill and his agent have all put out different statements. None of them really cleared anything up other than his agent put one out saying, uh, don't worry, the cape is still in his closet. I think the gold comes down to there isn't any Superman movie on the horizon, so they they don't have a contract with him to be Superman in anything right now. That's why they had to negotiate for this appearance. When it comes time to them decide, you know, that yes, they're going to greenlight another Superman movie, I'm sure they'll come to terms with him and pay him what he deserves or... And you know it might just be it might just be scheduling like oh, yeah. he's doing the the Witcher which yeah that which is a based on a video game right well um, kind of well it's yes a, it's a video game that's based on a series of books. books so here's the interesting thing and why like you know not a bad career move on his part and for Netflix to make oh yeah game. it's also a Netflix so, exclusive in the West we know the Witcher as the video game it's a very popular like RPG I think yes. I haven't actually sat down and played it I've nor, heard nor it's have really I. good that's what I've heard. But in like a lot in the East, it's uh, it's famous as a video game, but also as the series of books that you mentioned. So it's one of those like things that will get Netflix over in like those in countries as well, as well as the as long as market. they do it well. Yes, which we'll see. Who yeah. knows? I I don't know anything about the game one way or the other, other than what the dude looks like. And honestly, 90% of that is from cosplayers. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I assume it involves witches of some sort. I think he hunts witches. I won't even try to guess. We saw that movie. Oh, no, not that movie. That movie, no. That movie was awful. That movie was awful. No, this is like a... Is that the Vin Diesel movie you're talking about? Yeah. yeah. And this is a TV series, isn't it? Like well, yes, for, it will for be Netflix. a, a Netflix, Netflix series. Yep. Yeah. If it's got Henry Cavill in it, I'll watch it. And he probably takes vi- his shirt off. Yeah, Woo! the video game is... Cutscenes from the video game or have any influence on it, yeah, he'll be bathing at least like once or twice. Sweet. So. There you go. Honestly, the reason I watch the DC movies is because of the shirtless men. Yeah, so... <laughs> moving on to other shirtless men. Uh, Patrick Stewart is in the news. Why is he shirtless? <laughs> shirtless? Oh, he's not shirtless. Have you not seen the video of him high as a kite in his bathtub? No. Oh, that's from like a couple of years ago. There's uh, a, him and his girlfriend. And he's like, I think he's pretty high. I could be mistaken. And well, he's in like he the does, bathtub. He does use like pot oil for his arthritis. Yeah. That's why he's like, he's gotten much better at convention, doing conventions in the last couple of years. Yeah. But anyway, well, yes, yeah. he has signed on to play Bosley in the new Charlie's Angels reboot that's being directed by Elizabeth Banks. I think it, I, I think it's got potential. Oh, yeah. Other well, than 
I think Who he'll be good in, in movie? it. Who else I is in the movie? I had no role? idea there was going to be another Charlie's Angels movie. I remember hearing about it like a year or two ago and then completely forgot about it. Is Lucy it. Liu and, and Drew Barrymore in it? Not as of, not from this report. They could be apparently in this one. It's a they have multiple teams of angels, so they could still be out there as a team of angels. Yeah, I I, I like that idea. That was but it is pitch. a reboot. That so. was my pitch for Ghostbusters. Yeah, as I always thought for that next Ghostbusters, as I thought they should do franchises. Yeah, kind of like it, like and and uh, I and I stole that pitch from the I, comic. No, I the think video it was game? Um, Quint when he was on Ain't It Cool News. Eric Vespi. Oh, okay. Came up. That was his idea for the Pink Panther series. Oh, can I put you down now, Cat? Because the Pink Panther is a diamond, right? Yeah. So you could like have it go anywhere, and somebody tries to steal it. Like it, like his idea, for instance, was it. You know, we get the Steve Martin one, all right. But then the Pink Panther goes on an exhibit in Hong Kong, and. The security guard is Jackie Chan. So it's like, and I thought Ghostbusters would work that way too. And Charlie's Angels, like the concept works really well with that idea. Yeah. So, and it also like from a movie company view, if those three don't want to do the next one, recast them as new characters. You've already set the yep. table. To Take do the it. franchise on the road. Yep. <laughs> but, uh, oh yeah, so the Angels this time were Kristen Stewart, uh, Kristen Stewart. Naomi, Naomi Scott and Ella Balinska. Balinska? Balinski? I don't know. Balinska, I think it is. I don't know who she is. I don't know who she is either. No. But, uh, yeah, so that's coming. I, I, I liked the first Charlie's Angels. I don't know if I ever saw the second one. I know I've seen them both. Wait, there's two? There's yeah. Charlie's Angels and Charlie's Angels Full Throttle, I think yes. it was called. It had a, like a weird subtitle for some reason. I think that's the one that has some dirt biking in it. Oh, maybe. I don't know if I've seen that one then. It's the one that has Demi Moore in it. Oh, yeah, maybe I have. And uh, uh, Bill Murray's not in the second one, is he? Isn't, Correct. Isn't uh, Bosley? Um, Bosley is... Um, uh, what's his name? The... Uh, uh, Bernie Mac. That's his name. The comedian. Okay, yeah. so I think I have seen that one. I just the only thing I remember is from the the first one is when Drew Barrymore gets captured and she's like, and that's me kicking your ass and like moonwalks out. Was that the first one? Or the yeah, one? I think you if you keep that tone like fun, it could it could be yeah. an interesting thing to do. Next up in the news. Next in the news, we get more news from the Joker movie that no one ever wanted to see. <laughs> Except but for some executive at DC who like because there was what three different Joker movies that we in still could be getting more of them, but this one is the uh, Joaquin Phoenix one, and uh, we got uh, I guess they, they've started filming it. The whole you know I'll believe it when they start filming it. Yeah, so it's on its way. They started filming it unless something goes horribly wrong or we find out the Joker that Joaquin, curse. Joaquin Phoenix murders like eighteen children or something, and they oh. close down production like. It's the train is a rolling and won't stop until it's done. Yep. So we got, uh, I guess, early images of what uh, his character looks like before he's transformed into the Joker. Lo and behold, he looks like Walking Phoenix. Oh, <laughs> with lo- with long hair. With long hair. Um, and a bit of a der- 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 derpy face. Yeah, but that's kind of. And apparently, Phoenix. the they're calling the character Arthur. Or at least that's what they're calling it in the images with the release. Yeah. Whether that's what the Joker's name New prior to the Joker is, yeah. yeah, or not. Well, we'll have to wait and find out. I have zero desire mm, to see that movie. Me neither. Oh, we'll all see it. You know that. Come oh. on. 
We'll be there opening night. New. You buying? <laughs> nope. <laughs> <laughs> no. And moving on. So we got first. Oh, well, I guess we'll, we'll wait. We'll hold that one for a minute. Okay. Uh, oh, ooh. There's secret news that's coming later. Yep. So we did get some Venom, more Venom news. The movie that's coming out in two weeks. Yep. The movie I thought was coming out next year comes out next month. Yep. But, uh, and as of airing, it'll be like two, you know, by the time this yeah. comes out, it will be, be like a week, two weeks. Yeah. Wow. Um, so the director was asked about, is there a bonus scene? Like any after credit scenes? And mm-hmm. he's like, well, it's a superhero movie. We all learned that you don't, you know, it's a smart idea to stick around to the end for superhero movies. That's a so, nice big way of saying maybe. Yeah, it's a pretty good way of saying, uh, duh, of course there's going to be an after credit scene. And is that when we see Spider-Man? So I was just thinking about this. Is it Spider-Man or is it Carnage? No, Carnage is in this movie. Well, Carnage yeah, but is, is he apparently a one of the vil- in this movie? Well, I think I thought the the talk was Carnage was the villain in this movie. Oh, okay. Uh, or the the bad guy, the guy, whoever the main villain. I think he fights Carnage because there's multiple symbiotes in this movie. Yes, we do know that. Hence the action figures. It seemed like the 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 timing on it wasn't accidental. Like, no, for sure. What's the what's the yellow woman symbiote one? Shriek or scream? Scream? Something no. like that. No, I, I don't say remember. Shriek. Maybe, but that's she's in the film. That's why we got a figure for it. Yeah, because I remember when that figure was announced. You and I were both like, "Who asked for this?" Well, now we know why. <laughs> yeah. So we're getting that, and then yeah, there were the reports that Tom Holland was seen on set in. Street clothes, so yep. you know we may see Peter Parker in this movie. Whether he's in the movies in a post-credit scene, do they try to tie it into Spider-Man? I assume so. You like would the, think. there's got to be some sort of tie-in because, the, like, just on a basic level, how does Spider, how does Venom's look end up being like Spider-Man? Well, but he you doesn't look I mean? like Spider-Man in this movie. For what we've doesn't seen, doesn't he have the the chest nope. emblem on this? Never, no, we have not seen a chest emblem in any of the footage. No, oh. and there are versions of Venom, like in the Ultimate Universe and stuff, where he didn't necessarily have that. Mm. So, and then really, the only reason to have that would be if he has some kind of connection to Spider-Man. But if he's just a bl- big black gooey symbiote, like Carnage doesn't have any symbol on him. None of the no, other symbiotes have Carnage symbols. Done. Yeah, it's just it's just Venom that did. Yeah, and because, the, because he was Spider-Man's suit. Yeah. So okay. if he's not right, Spider-Man's right. suit, do we need to have a spider emblem on him? Hmm. Like I've got that one uh, Marvel Select Ultimate Venom figure, like the big blobby Venom. Yeah. There was two versions of it, one with the spider logo on it and one without. Oh. Because I think right. in the comic, he didn't, I want to say he didn't have it in the Ultimate Verse. Okay. But I'm, I could be wrong. Wouldn't be the first time. Yep. Okay, so on to other news. Ooh, we got the trailer for the new cartoon movie that's coming out, Marvel Rising Secret Warriors. Now, we've seen, at least Jen and I, saw the little... I guess they put out little teaser episode thingies, yeah. and they they tied them all together in one little like fifteen twenty minute thing yeah, on Netflix minutes, on yeah. YouTube. Yep. Yeah. And Squirrel Girl. Squirrel Girl. Go. Uh, Ghost Spider. Miss Marvel. Yep. Spanish Captain America. Yeah, her what? James just America. Miss America? No, it's just, not. A, just America. 
In in the comic, it is. Well, yeah, but it's not. It's a guy. Oh right! Oh yeah! yeah as much it, as you keep thinking, it, you, you're it thinking mixed, of yeah, no, the thinking of, of the, the, one the comic the, one. Yeah, I'm getting it mixed up with the comic. This yeah. one, because the, when I kept seeing all the images, and especially with oh, everybody Patriot. else, no, it's not no, called Patriot. No. no, he's he's a black dude. Yeah, that's a no. So, but yeah, because even in all the imagery, I thought it was going to be that Miss Miss America from the comics or whatever, yeah. but it's not. It's a guy in this and. It's hard to tell until he finally says something because even the voice is kind of ambiguous. I don't know. The comic's pretty awesome. People should read the comic too. Yeah, but uh, so it looks like it's going to be pretty good. Mm-hmm. I'm and still not. What's the movie coming out on? It's uh, on TV. Oh, it's going to okay. be it's airing be on. on Disney Channel yeah. and Disney XD yeah, at the same okay. time on Sunday, September 30th at 10 p.m. It seems really weird. It does. Even you know, but even if you think back. It'll, Rebels it'll be, would premiere yeah. at like nine o'clock at night. It'll, it'll air like nine or ten times. Oh yeah, it'll be on probably like two or three times the next day, and they'll be on multiple times, multiple uh, days for the rest of the week. Mm. But it just seems like a really odd time. Like 10, yeah, 10 nine o'clock, o'clock at night, I can even see, especially than if it's that. supposed to be a feature. So it's going to be like what ninety minutes long. Yeah, at least. So all right, past my bedtime. <laughs> Not uh, on a Friday, you can stay up on a Friday night. But it's not a Friday. It's oh, on a Sunday, it oh. September 30th. Yeah, that's definitely past your bedtime. Yeah. It's pumpkin o'clock for Ryan. Exactly. I turned into a clock. You turned into a pumpkin. No, I don't. <laughs> um, and then, so, okay, so back to the one I put on hold. So we got our first images of Captain Marvel. Yeah. Thanks to, which magazine was it? Uh, it was at Entertainment. E. Yes. E-, 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 e Entertainment Weekly there. Yes. Uh, they, they, they had a little Twitter conversation, uh, Brie, Brie and, uh, the magazine, uh, Brie Larson, right? Is that her name? Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's our Captain Marvel about uh, wanting to like break the internet or something like this. And I was hoping it should be, maybe they're going to te- show us the teaser trailer or something, but no, right. they just teased us with some images. Yeah. Apparently we're getting the trailer soon though. By the time this airs, we should, should have gotten it. There. Uh, as of recording, I think we're supposed to be getting it tomorrow from what yeah. I saw. If not tonight, it may actually premiere tonight during... Because I think the the Emmys are on tonight? There's an awards show on? Yes, the Emmys are so on So it could tonight. be on during that? Mm, could be. But uh, if me. not, I think we're getting it tomorrow at some point. Also on Tuesday. So was I the only person who didn't know that scrolls were in the movie? Yes. Oh, okay. You missed that. You missed that memo. I guess. You showed me the pictures of the scrolls. No, like, you I mean, didn't when know I that. Saw the pictures, I was like, "Oh, okay, they got that rights issue worked out somehow." Oh, yeah. I was gonna say, yeah, because if I know, then you know. Yes. Because that's the only way I know. They look cool. Yeah, they do. So we see scrolls in the new photos. Mm-hmm. Uh, we see the um, what's the guy from uh, Guardians with the hammer? Uh, Ronan. Ronan the Accuser. That's his name, and other. No, I was almost called them Novacore. Um, Cree warriors, all in the same blue yeah. and green and, uh, teal. Um, Marvel, yeah, Captain Marvel, or yeah, who is supposed to be like her mentor. Mm-hmm. So that should be interesting. I just I don't want them to go the route of hey, all the characters that you've known and loved are now have been scrolls all along. It's like the who's a Cylon? You're a Cylon. You're a Cylon. Cash the check. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, uh, I think it would be tough for them to try to to pull the 
Marvel characters that you've been watching in the movies have been Skrulls all along I because as much as even during Secret Invasion, the Skrulls weren't that were characters. They weren't them for very long. Yeah. Or and at least and they weren't doing they weren't them and they were well while they were characters, they weren't really being real heroes. So along with that, um I just feel bad because Ben Mendelssohn is one of the guy who played Krennic and in uh, Rogue One. And the guy who is, uh, he, he was the bad guy in Ready Player One. And he's going to be the bad guy in the new Robin Hood movie that's coming out. And he's a bad guy in Captain Marvel because he's one of the Skrulls, apparently. Like say. the lead Skrull. And really, for an agency that's supposed to be as secure as you would think S.H.I.E.L.D. is, they've been infl- infiltrated by Skrulls. Hydra. And Hydra. Yeah, they're, they're really not And Hydra that. Skrulls. Yeah. They're, they're not really that great of an organization, are they? <laughs> Apparently we do get, uh, I guess, uh, uh, what's his name that plays Coulson? Um, I'm blanking on names tonight. Oh, uh, shit. Yeah. Well, apparently he will let loose, uh, let slip today that uh, there's a, uh, a, a cute, uh, a meet cute between him and, uh, and Nick Fury. Uh, there. So we also get to see young Nick Fury in this with both eyes and well, hair. Possibly, yeah. Well, they, they, have they actually said. Of it. Oh, did he have both eyes? Yeah. Okay, so we have both eyes. And so to, and to tie into it, so does the young Nick Fury action figure that is coming out along oh, with it. Oh, see, you, that's the other thing you were mentioning. Yet, yeah. I have not seen these action figures. Yeah, because they release photos like just as you were probably driving up here. Ah, um, there. So the the wave that they've shown so far is a scroll. Mm-hmm. Pro- I assume the the big bad scroll. Where did you see these photos? Uh, I want to say Action Figure Insider. It might have been the Foosh. They both have them up by now, I imagine, because it's been an, an hour and a bit. Um, Captain Marvel, at, like Brie Larson as Captain Marvel, Captain Marvel. Uh, in the red in the red costume or the blue costume? In the red and blue costume. Okay. Not I wonder the, if we'll get the blue and green costume. Maybe. Uh, the, I don't see... Normally, I would say that's where the, they'll throw a variant in. Yeah. But Hasbro has stated they're not doing variants anymore, just occasional running changes. So maybe it'll be part of a two-pack or something later on. And um, who was the other one? Oh, uh, Kree Soldier, too, by the looks of it. Like a like, but kind of classic comic booky helmet and stuff like that. Like the, the fin, little fin helmet. Oh, okay. And, um, maybe the the suit itself was updated. Or, or, we'll see. It's uh, they look good. The and they have a build a figure, but there's only like they only showed like four figures, and the build a figure is at least six parts. So there's at least two more coming. Oh yeah, here What's we go. The build a figure. It's like the Kree Sentinel. It looks a lot like an X Men Sentinel, but smaller. They just repainted an X-Men Sentinel? No, no, it's all new mold. The X-Men Sentinel Build-A-Figure is freaking huge. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I guess, you know, well, other than the boob part, you could always put Captain Marvel's head on Captain Marvel's body. Mm. But, you know, you just, then you don't have boobs. Yeah. I'm I'm sure there's a couple more figures yet to be announced. And if it does well, they'll do a second wave. Probably at... uh, They're announcing stuff at a bunch of European conventions over the next little while, too. So it's... Probably within the next month or two, we'll get the rest of them. Random question. Mm -hmm. When's Ant-Man and the Wasp coming out on Blu-ray? Very Uh, soon. Before Christmas. Uh, October. Yay! 
think it's the first week of uh, I think the digital release is the first week of October. So, so. two or three weeks after yeah. that. Yay! And guess what we're watching. <laughs> <laughs> Next, Ryan? Uh, sorry, I was just looking at the action figures. I finally found the pictures. Yeah. Um, I wonder what, I think, I hope we get different scrolls. That's one of those things where you can get different, you know, just have a building. generic scroll head and put it on a different body with green hands. You know what would have been kind of cool, too, is uh, we get a super scroll out of it. Like, have the have uh, a couple of the figures have a super scroll as an actual figure, but have the arms be pop offable, like yeah. a, a, like a think, build a figure, and then have like you know, we get like a fantastic somebody's well, got like so Mr. Fantastic's arm, and somebody's got I think bling leg. There was a listing found in one of the deep dives of the databases years ago. Mm listing a super scroll as an exclusive a walgreens exclusive uh, along the lines with the rest of these fantastic four ones yeah and silver surfer and yeah we'll see next up uh next up next we move to streaming news i think that's yeah everybody wants oh wait so before we stream the world yeah before we go to streaming (laughs) news because this one doesn't involve streaming so we'll talk um a new lois lane has been cast for uh, the Arrowverse. Supergirl. Yeah, for in the Arrowverse, Elizabeth Tuluk. Tuluk? Tuluk? Um, I know her. She was uh, from Grimm. Okay. She was the the, the, the guy about Grimm. Yeah, the mm-hmm. Grimm. It was, she was uh, his girlfriend slash almost wife. I don't think they actually got married because she became bad for a season or a little yeah. while. And then she died. No, she didn't die. She became like a powerful <laughs> witch. I don't know. It got crazy. I love that show. It was great. Uh, so she's going to be Lois in the, in the Arrowverse. That's cool. And right. we're supposed to be getting more appearances of Superman this year. And so he's p- supposed to be part of the crossover. Geez, so the crossover is going to introduce us to Lois, Batwoman, and somebody else, isn't I thought there was, like, not a big character, but... I don't know. Probably. Do we know what the big bad is? To, because that no. means they have to cross universes again with yeah. Supergirl, right? So. Well, so that's, that's the thing. Is this going to be because the the Legends of Tomorrow are not in this crossover? Yep. Are they still around? Yep. Yes, they they're are. They're still around. Uh, I saw a commercial last night for the season premiere date in October for the next season of that show. But um, I wonder if this crossover event is going to take place in Supergirl's world, since every other one has always been in oh, Arrow and needs, Flash's she world. She needs help, so she goes to them yeah. and brings them over. Or maybe they're over to visit and do something like she was over last time for the wedding. And feel <laughs> That felt a little weird to me. What? That her going over for the wedding. It's like they, they, they've met her like, what, once, twice? No, Barry interacted with her a couple times. Yeah, she and Barry are buddies. Yeah, they had a whole stuck in a dream dream sequence uh, yeah, thing where they did a sing-along episode. It, the wedding was uh, was Felicity and Oliver's wedding, right? No, it, it was Barry's wedding. That's why we saw Barry's daughter. Uh, it's on Netflix now. You have no excuse not to watch it. I just saw it pop up on my feed. All the seasons of Flash are now on Canadian Netflix. Okay. But I'm not going to watch Arrow. (sighs) (laughs) Anyway. I got to agree with Brian. I don't want to watch Arrow either. Whatever. (laughs) You guys aren't real fans. Oh. Not not of Arrow. (laughs) But... uh, 
so yeah so i you know i look forward to these shows and uh it should be interesting to see what happens and assuming you know well since oliver's in it as the arrow we know he gets out of prison because he ends yeah, the last season I in guess. prison yeah and he starts the season in prison hmm. apparently there's a fight scene in the showers so does that mean that the entire season is going to be when I was in prison, flashback for six episodes. <laughs> or do they still flash back to the island? No, they don't flash back to when the I island. When I was in the prison. Because the island got blown up. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> it's okay, right? <laughs> I know you I like the show. Funny, it's yes. okay. I didn't. And it's all right. It, to be honest, it's an all right show. I just There was something about it I got tired of. I yeah. don't know what it was. It was all the flashbacks of the island. Yeah, How about, I was alone on the island, except for the like militia and grenade launchers and that village. But he couldn't tell people about any of that. There was no musical numbers on the, the island. Only the, the Flash. Only the Flash has musical numbers. The 29 million boats that showed up there. But I was totally alone and And isolated. Constantine. Don't forget Constantine. He yeah. showed up there too. Yeah, and don't forget he also got off the island and spent time in Hong Kong and Russia. And, and just bored to tears everybody who had drinks with him about his time on the island. <laughs> Anyways, okay, so what's next? So now, now we'll go to streaming news. Uh, so as of recording, DC streaming, oh, sorry, DC Universe is live. It went live on Saturday. In the United States. In the United States of America. Hmm. And I guess it sounds like uh, it's gone, you know, it's been going off pretty well, unless you're trying to sign into it with an iOS device. Which um, <laughs> means uh, Apple TV. Well, Apple, Apple TV, any of that. Yeah, yeah. you keep getting. You know, a lot of people are complaining that they're getting. Uh, you know, cannot find your account login failures. It's really driving the app score down in the in the app store. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, Android devices and other devices have not had any problems. Interesting. Okay. So it's just you know it's a bug, it's a glitch. They'll have to figure it out. Yep. I don't know if Titans is actually on yet because I haven't seen anybody other than a few photos that have been released. There hasn't been a review posted no. yet, so I'm assuming not. Yeah. So I'm waiting for that to, to come out. I'm interested in seeing that. I did see one thing today where it's less, they said it was less of a procedural and more of a 12 hour movie. Interesting. Which makes me think it's more of a, you know, like your. Like a lot of like you know like uh, your shows nowadays that are just like one long arc like mm. even like like Enterprise or Doctor Who or which is which is which is fine. fine or even you know the Netflix series is of yeah. Marvel and instead we know of Jason, being we know Jason Todd Robin shows up in is too. in this yes that's the other thing that came out was images of the two of them together on screen both Robins so should be interesting yeah and uh, also coming out today. Or this over this last week or so, um, DC's Swamp Thing TV series mm-hmm. is aiming <laughs> is aiming for a hard R horror rating. Yep, in production of this show, which they've gone on to. Uh, I was reading one of the quotes of the with the person they were talking to. I think it was one of the co-creators. How um, they kind of came to them and told them, you know, that they could go a little more, and it's like they didn't have to like egg them on and at all, that far because they were already hoping that's what they wanted to do. Yeah, they, they're like, oh, you know, it's a streaming service; it's online. I'm, we can do whatever we want. I'm curious because I think it's Len Weissman's been set up to at least to be part of the the directing pool, at least maybe for the first episode or something. The guy who directed um, the Underworld films. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, and I guess one thing they are taking, um, they're 
They're looking to uh, Alan Moore's run for inspiration. Yeah, if you're going horror, that's probably the run to go with. Yeah. Um, curious. And I guess I some, love Swamp and Swamp Thing. Thing will be on screen a lot. And I guess it's a guy in a suit. It's a guy in a suit, which is also makes me curious. Like, yeah. It'll be a guy in a suit with, I'm sure, CGI added to it. Yeah, and like you know, practical effects like that sort of stuff have come a long way. So oh, yeah. it, it may not look terrible. Nope. It may look awful. Oh we, yeah, we won't know until we actually see it, right? Yep. And even then, I'm willing to give it till I actually see it moving on my screen. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's one thing to see stills. It's a whole other thing to actually watch it. I nearly bought a Swamp Thing action figure today at Winners. There was a Swamp Thing action figure at Winners? From the uh, the Justice League action line. So it's only like five points of articulation. Oh, okay. You know, they, 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 yep. I guess they made a Swamp Thing out of them. Because oh. I was like, oh. Okay. I've watched a few little episodes here and there. It seems to be whenever I actually come across that show on TV. It's the same two episodes. It's the same bunch of episodes. <laughs> yeah. But uh, have you ever heard of Boomerang? <laughs> Boomerang. The streaming like, service? No, I've heard of the the the, app. <laughs> uh, the, the children's like oh, the pay TV in the US. Apparently, it's an American pay TV channel. Okay. Uh, also has a streaming service. Mm-hmm. Also is going to be the domestic home, or they've called it the domestic. So maybe that's only US. Maybe we'll get it somewhere else in Canada. Uh, the new home of the Care Bears. There's going to be a new Care Bears cartoon being coming out called Care Bears Unlock the Magic. And Aww. Aww. <laughs> the uh, the imagery of it looks interesting. It looks like a, a standard cartoon. It looks mm-hmm. like it's true to. Apparently, it's going to be you know it's going to have the Care Bears stare. It's going to have all the things from Care Bears. Um, I guess from the sounds of it, they're going to be going outside of Carolot and exploring other areas around Carolot. In the silver lining. I don't know why. I just think of, you know that episode, the Halloween episode of The Simpsons, where Homer's in the, the CGI reality and gets sucked down the hole and he's in, like, real people world? Yep. I was thinking of that with the Care Bears, then walking down some, like, grimy street in L.A., like, ooh, erotic cakes. <laughs> Giving someone the Care Bear stare. Well, I mean, I don't know about any modern incarnations of the Care Bears, but in the 80s, they used to leave Carolot all the time because the plot of every episode was there's a child crying and well, yeah, making the care that would go, go down. But they would go to Earth. Yeah. This is other places in, like, their realm, like where they found the Care Bear cousins in another world type mm-hmm. thing, like another layer. So I guess this is things outside. Of, in, like, that's why they called it, like, the silver lining. I like that they even there the was, silver lining. I know, I that's, that's pretty cool. funny. Because even like the bad guy, one of the bad guys in this series lived in the clouds too, right? The one of the two like kids that were bad. There's no well, he was a yeah. kid, and there was like the the kid's pet. Wasn't there a boy? Even? Wasn't there a boy and a girl? I just remember no, well, no heart was like the wizard, but I don't yeah. think they lived in the clouds. Well, They're, where did they live? I thought he did. I thought he lived on a. Most '80s bad guys lived on like mountains with light yeah. behind them. Could have been around well, the clouds. He had a no high in the clouds. He had a niece. Yeah, I that's think it. it was a okay. Her name was Shrieky. And he had a minion that was kind of like a niece had. I mean, or, or the well, wizard had a the minion. The wizard had okay. a minion that was kind of like it, I remember him like being like at least his torso was like fur. Yeah, he was the bumbling like yeah. animal thing, and he yeah. was a guy. You're right, yes. but what they? I don't think they were related. Oh, okay, but he yes, was just a so, hired gun. So there's gonna be a new kids Care Bear cartoon, which I'm happy about because I like the kids. You know, that was a good 
children, like with young children's cartoons. So as long as it's something wholesome, like, you know, just let them learn a new friendship is magical, blah, blah, blah. You know what I've found, always found interesting? You know What's who that? owns the Care Bears? Hallmark. Yep. Oh, really? Yeah, and you would think with that kind of property that, like, you would just be inundated, like, every year with, like, Care Bear cards. Like, or at least that would be part of their line. They but, did in the 80s. Well, when the show was on, yeah. yeah. But it's, right. been, it's, yeah, it's kind of surprised that it's taken this long for, like, a new version, a new iteration. Well, the, the toys came back out. When did we see them pop Well, the toys up? always, like, every so often, ago? every couple yeah. of years, there's new, like, even there's pops right now. There's yeah. new Care Bear, Care Bear pops. Well, they, yeah, I'm tempted about those. But I, I, as much as I was a fan of a lot of those friendship-type shows in the 80s, Care Bears, I liked, but they were never really, like, my thing. Yeah. yeah. I liked Wuzzles. I loved Wuzzles. Or at least the concept. It's like the island, the Isle of Dr. Moreau for kids. <laughs> <laughs> Stick a bumblebee and mix him with a lion. Uh, yeah. A crocodile with a dormouse. You know? Like just, uh, <laughs> hippopotamus the, with a donkey. The oh, years of... It was the hippo and the kangaroo. Oh, kangaroo. You gotta love I it back that. when every children's cartoon was pretty much just a half-hour toy commercial. Yep. Uh, so that's it for news. That's all I got. You guys got anything that you want to bring no, in and no, mention? I, or I'm sure I forgot stuff or didn't see things, but... So, uh, also, um, Ryan and I went and saw The Predator the other night. We did. I did not. Jen went and saw Crazy, Crazy Rich, Rich Asians. Asians, and that movie was good. And I uh, really liked it, yeah. And I think Ryan and I are going to be the dissenting voice in the darkness and saying, The Predator was pretty solid. It yeah, right. hey, we can't, we can't be that far off. It was number one at the box office this weekend yeah. with a whopping... $26 million. Yeah, oh, feel bad for them a little bit, but it's just that time of year. Oh, like, yeah. They beat the nun. Yeah. Well, the, the, the nun. The predator beat the nun. The nun also, like, cost a lot less than the predator. Did. Oh, I probably. guarantee it. That's how those movies make money is they cost, like, $5 in a sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I enjoyed it. I, I like the, the actors in it, the dynamics that they brought in. It, it's a little bit of a throwback to the 80s. Uh, action, action movies, field. yeah. Um, you know what? I went into it with low expectations. All I wanted was, first, I wanted to be entertained. I wanted to see the Predator kill people. Yep, which we did. Which we did. There was some pretty funny like, people getting blown in half. Mm. Um, there was some questionable editing to the story of yeah, the, to the movie. Yeah, you kind of wonder what the original version of this film looked like. It, from what... I've read since seeing it. It does sound like there was there were some production issues. I think they filmed the movie and then, didn't like the ending and had to go back and refilm the third act. Yeah, which makes me wonder what the the original ending was. Well, I know what the original script ending was. The original script ending. Um, oh, the uh, involved you're about Arnie. Yeah, involved yeah. Arnold Schwarzenegger showing up in a in a helicopter at the end of the movie to recruit. Yelling, the, get in the chopper! No, we do get somebody yell, get to the choppers. <laughs> but uh, yeah, and he didn't want to do it because it was he felt it was too small of a role. Too small of a role, and he had other things to do. Basically, like the the Terminator movie was was ramping up production, so he had to get in shape for that because yeah. that's what his Instagram and Twitter feed is is. Arnie is fucking putting us to shame in like, his mid-60s right now. 
Well, it's not like he hasn't done it before. No, but you know, he's also got to be a little bit more careful too because yeah. he, he has a heart condition. Wasn't he Mister Universe or something? Well, I'm saying, yeah, like, yeah, more than once. I'm, I'm pretty think. sure he's got a leg up on you, like just from that yeah. muscle memory. From all of us. <laughs> but uh, yeah, all in all, you know what? I don't. I don't know if other than the Alien versus Predator movies. Which this was better than. Which this was better than. This was better than. If I have ever actually sat through from beginning to end any of the Predator movies. Really? Not even the first one? I don't think I ever have. I know I've seen Uh pretty much the whole thing, but I don't think. watched the first one. As he should, because it's one of his favorite movies. Yeah. That's why I didn't go and see this one with you guys. (laughs) But at least you sat through that one with him. Uh, yeah, uh, I I rather enjoyed it, but I've I've like I like I love one, two's two is a lot better now that I'm an adult. Weirdly, when I was a younger, I was like, ah, it's okay, but now as an adult, I'm like, oh, they do some cool shit in this. Uh, the last one I think is very underrated. Predators, the the one that Robert Rodriguez produced with yeah. um, the guy from The Pianist, and I say that very carefully. Uh, and Adrian Brody. Yes, Adrian Brody. The the one that he started in was uh, was very underrated. It it was a lot of fun. So that this one I'd put up on par with at least Predators, if not Predator Two. And whereas the critics kind of everybody's saying, "Oh, it's a mess," and I'm like, "I don't get like there is definitely." What are you expecting from this movie, people? Yeah. It's called Pre- the Predator. I, I I thought the the ensemble cast I thought worked really well with one another. Oh yeah, like the team that he and the, our lead character ends up pulling together yeah. to battle the predator. Um, they're entertaining, especially uh, Keegan Michael Key and Thomas Jane. Like oh, yeah. how they play off of one another, yep. and when you find out what their backstory is in the film, yeah, is really really good. Like to the point where like kind of wouldn't mind seeing a movie about them. But it would be like their because of their backstory, it would be a dramatic movie that eventually ends up with them facing off against the space monster. You know, well, it would like end up with them on the crazy bus, bus going on leading up to them yeah. facing a space monster. But yeah, so it was pretty solid. Yeah. Like if, if I think if you like Predators and Predator Two, if you like those it. movies, you'll like this probably. If you like AVP. Uh, I don't know what to tell you. Well, I'm I didn't sure mind those. Eh, they're okay. The second one is like the story wasn't bad, but it shot so dark. Oh yeah, like, you so can't hard to watch. See anything I kind of liked the the idea of the second one more because oh, it's like definitely yeah, because the you know, out in the world, in our world with people and stuff, not just you know under the ice in Antarctica. Yeah, and the and the predators that they had in the the first AVP movie were like jacked up on steroids. They were all funny because they were all like kid. They're supposed to be like the kid predators. Yeah, but yeah, it was. uh, I I enjoyed it. Go see it if you like predator movies. I guess. Yep. And if you don't, go and see Crazy Rich Asians. It was good. So um, we also went to a toy show this week, this past weekend. Yes, we did. We went uh, and spent more toy money on toys. Yep. Uh, so what did you get that you enjoyed, Ryan? What did I buy? Well, 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 what do you think is the pick out of the stuff that you bought? What's it, what, what do you think is the, the deal? Or, I don't or know if any of them... Or the thing that you're like, happy that you definitely got. 
I don't know. You're happy. You definitely got everything. Well, you say I'm happy with all four of my purchases. Um, I well, I continued my dive into Dragon Ball Z, Dragon Ball Super territory by buying a couple more action figures, uh, Dragon Ball action figures. Uh, and then I bought it was kind of about two Dragon Ball figures and two Star Wars figures, uh, an old one and a new one. Uh, I missed out on Jango Fett when it was in stores; you could find it yep. everywhere. I just didn't want to pay full price for it, and I missed out when it was on sale and being cleared out. Uh, kind of like uh, I missed out on Anakin. I never got the Anakin when it was out, but it was only around here at Target when we briefly had when a Target. We had a Target for. So I bought that the Obi Wan then, but I didn't. I missed out on Anakin. Yeah, uh, but so I I finally I got a real good deal on I got it for twenty bucks, so it's less than retail. So I couldn't really complain. And then after I bought that one, I went back again, and the guy had another one up and had thirty dollars on it. So I'm glad I paid the twenty that I did, not thirty, because I would not have bought it for thirty dollars. Mm. And then uh, oh shit, what's the character's name? The other one we bought because you got one as well. Forlom. Forlom, one of the bounty hunters, the bug-eyed bounty hunter with the three PO body. Yep. Um. Lots of cool details in that figure. Yeah, that's why part of why I wanted to get him. Yeah, is because I picked up Forlom as well. That and he is that glowy eye effect. Yeah, the old throwback with you. If you light it right, his eyes glow because he's yeah. got little holes and other little plastic uh, light, you know, areas that the light can shine through from the back of his head. Yeah, and you dropped off for me a Zuckus, so I have both the the buggy looking guys from Empire now because I want to I want to get all the Empire. Bounty hunters from that scene, yeah, because I've got a good Vader to go with them too. So, and then, I'm short Bosk IG88 and, and toilet paper head, toilet paper, uh, toilet paper head, Dengar, Dengar, who is on his way. Yes. Dengar's on his way, and, and we're getting reprints of Bosk and IG88. So. Yep, because they were uh, hard to find when they came out, yeah, at least in our neck of the woods. Yep, Jen. Uh, what did I get? I got, um, I got a Forces of Destiny Ahsoka, which I really like, um, and then Brent found Which was a really good deal. Oh, yeah, yeah, but I found a better deal on it today. Yeah, and then Brent found her at Walmart today. Winners. Or winners, sorry. Oh, really? Yeah. Which is annoying because we'd never, I'd never seen her in, like, in the wild, like, for retail. So, I mean, I'm still happy I got her. Yes, you got her at retail price, so. I got her at a good, decent price. Um... What, else what was the winner's price? Winner's price is, what did you say, $8? $7. I got her for 20 I know. It was... For $7, I might go buy it. Mm. <laughs> so, I mean, I'm happy I got her. Um, what else did I get? I got um, uh, Barbie as Batgirl. Um, I've been looking for her for a while, but... Uh, I already have that one, yes, too. Ryan decided to tell me then that he already had it. I didn't realize that was what you bought. Um, I got that one years ago from uh, my friend Rhiannon, and she bought that for me. Yeah. So, I mean, I didn't want to pay full price for it. And I, at all of these toy cons that we'd gone to, I've always seen them for, like, minimum 70 or $80. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I got her for 20 She's missing her gloves and her stand. But I don't really care that much because the gloves kind of look stupid on Barbies anyway. And I can always get a stand. Um, what else did I get? Oh, I think my, one of my favorite things that I got was the stupid, stupid rat creature from Bone. Mm. <laughs> I didn't even know that they made Bone action figures. I, once you found it, I remembered that they did. Because I, I loved Bone when it came out. And yeah, it's, no, it's so still one I. of my favorite comics. But I didn't remember them ever doing... I remember seeing the main characters, like the main three. 
But I didn't mm-hmm. remember ever them ever doing a, a, a rat creature. And that rat creature is pretty freaking awesome. Mm-hmm. So the question uh, is now is whether it means we now have to start searching no. for the other. No, no. I think we need at least like the, the main bone guy. Yeah, if you want to. But I'm happy with just the rat creature I have now. Mm. Um, what else is there? I did pretty well at this toy show. I also got a pony from my childhood, uh, Generation 1 My Little Pony, called Surprise. In uh, really good shape. Yeah, I've been clean. looking for her for a while. Uh, I think when I was a kid I had the flocked version, but I'm happy to not have the flocked version because after that many years it's probably gross. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and I got a little uh, figure of the villain from Final Fantasy VIII, whose name I don't remember. Um, was already, that that one that looked like a witch? Yeah, I already kind of broke her. Uh, but a little bit of glue will fix that. Yep. But I got it for like two bucks and had a really nice conversation with a guy wearing a gem shirt. And we talked about Sailor Moon Crystal. And we he was wearing a gem, gem shirt? Yeah. I didn't notice. Because I was like, oh, I love your shirt. And so we started talking about gem and we talked about the what? IDW trades and we talked about what Sailor was Moon the, Crystal. What was the shirt? Because it wasn't, a, it wasn't like a completely obvious one and I just completely yeah, it looked over it. Yeah, said gem and the holograms on it. Oh, okay. It had all of their pictures and then on the back it had tour dates. Oh, it that's kind cool. of awesome. Yeah. I'm sure if you look around, there's got to be, like, a a series of, like, Gem and the Holograms World Tour t-shirts. Because mm-hmm. I just reread the IDW trades that I have of yeah. Gem and the Holograms, and I still, I love that series. So I, I need more. IDW needs to make more. So, yeah, I did pretty well at the toy show. I love going to those. It's fun just walking around and looking at all the toys and having it trigger memories of when you were a kid. Like, I saw, I didn't buy, but I saw this mermaid doll that I remembered having as a kid. And, uh, you know, it just brings back memories of playing. And, and we saw our, one of our white whales that was still too expensive for us to get. Oh, my God. Yeah, the Super Grover. The Super Grover. Oh, I want it so badly. It was 200 bucks. Yeah. Well, that was, uh, that was the last. I think that may be the last figure that palisades made it's if not there amazing. might be a couple more sesame street figures it's so amazing because they they were the one same company that made the muppets figures that we accidentally started collecting <laughs> but yeah su- and, but super grover is just awesome and they had rocketeer beaker yeah that it, I th- I wonder if that's what part of what killed that company that and the licensing rights probably because like the amount of like remember Toy Fair magazine oh yeah the amount of exclusives they did for stuff like that and like for uh, like Diamond and for like you know all over the place because we got we have a there is at least like I want to say four different versions of Gonzo that like. One was a general release. One was a Comic Con exclusive and stuff like that. Same with, we've got a Santa version of the Swedish Chef that I picked up dirt cheap oh, from yeah. the store one day, He's and it very was awesome. And weirdly, it was like an eBay exclusive. So I guess maybe if you if they had an eBay store, you could only buy it from the eBay store or something like that, and it's. Yeah, because oh. this hat's magnetic. It's really weird. And then today I joined a My Little Pony Buy Sell Trade group on Facebook and promptly bought two, the two San Diego exclusive My Little Ponies that I hadn't found yet <laughs> for very in, very cheap. Because I got the, the tw- I think it was the 2012 one, which was yeah. the Derpy, um, which I haven't seen for less than 200 bucks. Mm-hmm. And I got the, uh, um, um, the DJ Pony exclusive. 
which I also haven't seen for less than like a hundred. Yeah, and, and, and I got them both for fifty bucks. Yeah, total. Not to each. be so, nice. Big Bad Toy Store Wee. had the DJ Pony not too long ago, but it was when you know we went through some financial roughness, and so I didn't get it at the time. But it was listed at fifty bucks, which I thought was a steal then. Yeah. So to get both of those for fifty bucks, good job, Jen. I, I just got Forlom, and I picked up a Director Krennic from Star Wars Black Series, dirt cheap. Oh, ten bucks. Ten bucks. I was tempted to buy one for ten bucks just to have it, uh, just to get the cape, to give the cape to my... <laughs> Your other Thrawn? Thrawn. <laughs> Your Thrawn Thrawns all are going to be fucking outfitted by Plus, the time you're done. That, but I didn't, so. Yeah. I, I used all my money on other stuff. Yeah. So we had a lot of fun. It was nice going to these things because it's like, especially this one. We well, this was been the what was it? Mississauga Action Figure, figure Expo. Expo. We hadn't been to one of the Mississauga shows in a while. Yeah, and there was a lot of dealers there that I didn't recognize. It looked like there was a couple guys who were on the way out of the game, just kind of blowing some of their stuff out and what they had left. And but uh, yeah, that, um, a lot of fun. I, I love going through like bins and finding odds and ends. But oh yeah, it's always interesting what you round. find in the. Oh, I don't know. I think you should start a vaguely racist teenage mutant ninja turtle collection. Attempt it. Oh, we we, had, we found. Well, actually, no. We 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 decided we were going to start the uh, teenage mutant ninja turtles uh, village, village people. people. Also a good idea. Yeah. Because if you aren't aware, of the original teenage mutant ninja turtles line there there are. After they did the turtles, they started doing variations on the turtles, and at one point it got ridiculous. Apparently, into the slightly what we would now consider racist. Sort well, of, when you had what the Ninja Turtle in a sombrero, in a sombrero with like the the stereotypical Mux- Mexican Mus- little bandito curl- mustache. Yep, and there was also the the one in the Native American headdress. Yep. So we were figuring that there's definitely got to be a cop. I'm sure there's a cop somewhere. Some we know, you know, there's uh, the different sports ones. So you can always put like the f- a football player in there. Yeah, but got, there's uh, got. I imagine there's a biker one in there too. So you can oh, probably, probably, probably a construction people. worker too. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if you looked, and you could probably find enough to make the village people out of those old Ninja Turtle figures. I think you totally should. So to uh, before we sign off today, we're just going to have a little bit of uh, an interlude. Um, when we were at Fan Expo, I uh, managed to sit down and chat with one of our favorite people, honorary Canadian Jay Fosgett, he of the Brody, uh, Bodie Troll, and of currently, um, in this interview, you will hear him talk about a Marvel cover that he wasn't allowed to really talk about or like go into details. We have found out uh, since then that it, because it's been solicited and the images out there, is it's a uh, variant for one of the Spider Geddon books where it's Spider Ham. Now, is it from Spider Geddon itself, or is it one of the tie-in books? I think it's one of the tie-in books. Like I think it's like Spider Man, like one of the the like amazing or because well, books. there's a whole bunch of tie-ins. There's like one of these ones that's like Web Warriors and stuff that I think has Spider Ham. No, it's in one it, of so. the 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 current main Spider Man books. Oh, okay. So, hmm. and but it's a variant, so who knows how much it will go for. But uh, uh, just to give you an idea, it, like, so in the interview, which I recorded at Fan Expo with him, he had basically done the outline of the, the cover. He hadn't penciled it fully, definitely wasn't colored. Uh, and within a week later, he, he turned around and got that thing done. And as you hear in the interview, 
Foskett had a busy week that week, so it's pretty amazing at how fast he can work in that good. <laughs> so without further ado, this is uh, our brief interview with Mr. Jay Foskett. Alrighty, so it is the last day of uh, Fan Expo, and what is becoming quickly a tradition with our show, we are talking to one of our favorite people, Jay Foskett. So the show's been good for you, Jay, this year? It's been amazing, as always. I'm having a fantastic time, and it's, it's always my most successful show of the year, so, and that tradition has kept up, so... So let's uh, let's start with uh, a, uh, a personal favorite of mine and of yours, I assume, Bodie Troll. Yeah. Um, the uh, Omnibus has been out for a while now, or the Minibus. I'm not sure how you want to... Could, I think Omnibus is, is dandy. Yeah, we can go with Omnibus. And it has become kind of a viral book amongst uh, our show because uh, my wife and I bought it. And then uh, one of the other co-hosts... Uh, borrowed a copy and now wants one for himself and <laughs> and then the other co-host is uh is now in the waiting list to be borrowing it um have you been surprised by the reaction for it because the first print run is done right uh yes yeah i'm very surprised because when Bodie was previously released through uh my old publisher red five it sold really well but not this well the print run didn't sell out like it did now so uh i don't know it's like all of a sudden there's a whole new audience for it that wasn't there before and i don't know i i I can only attribute it to boom honestly boom has a wonderful marketing team and they really get behind all of their books that they publish so uh, i give them a lot of credit toward that you know and i'm just glad that people seem to be enjoying it so we completely sold out of that first print run um as early as march i think or yeah, probably March. And now uh, we're going to be doing a second print run that's going to be out in time for Christmas. And uh, just for the collectors out there, same cover and everything, just a, a new printing of it? I believe so. I don't think we're changing a thing to it. And, uh, you know, Boom is just eager to finally get it back out into retailer shelves again because it's it's gone so long without being there. But part of it, you know, thankfully bookstores have been keeping it stocked as well. So Bodie has been available to people. I'm just trying to get across that there's so many different places you can get it which brings us to our next question uh what's the future for Bodie looking like at this point i would presume pretty good it's it's about as bright as i could possibly wish for um because this first one was a success it was without question that we were going to do a second book so the the president of boom himself came up to me in chicago and guaranteed me that and so yeah no he was very excited about Bodie's potential so uh, I've already started writing the scripts for the next book, and the contract will be signed as soon as I get back home after this show. Jeez, you have a busy week ahead of you, don't you? Yeah. Um, to, Jay also just got a home and that he's moving into right after he gets back from the show. Right after, <laughs> immediately. But, um, so, the clo- I just bought a new house, like you said, and the closing was supposed to be during Fan Expo, but because there's no way I will ever miss Fan Expo, I had them shuffle things around. And it was a hassle, but well worth it, because this show just, I can't even explain the feeling it gives me every year, mostly because of my friends. I got just no shortage of friends here that I don't see at any other show. So I'm, I'm very glad we were able to make everything work out. So speaking of which, uh, we, have, we have joked in the past that you are an honorary Canadian at this point. Yes. So beyond the people, beyond your friends here, what is your favorite part of Canada? 
honestly, uh, if, I, if I had to narrow it down, and I'll, I'll keep it to Toronto, Bloor Street. There's really? so much stuff on Bloor Street. Uh, BMV, Labyrinth was on Bloor Street until yeah. they just moved recently. Um, just so many shops that I love, and plus it's close to the Annex, where two of my best friends live, and I've, I've stayed at their place so many times. It's such a wonderful neighborhood. Great little pub down there. Um, so that's kind of my district, I would say. That's, a, that's really good, because you named an actual street. We, we know that you're being honest. You oh, have out in... You name places. We know you've been there. Oh so yeah, good, no, good on you. No fake lip service here. Genuine love for Toronto. So, so in the meantime, before Bodie comes out, what do you have coming up, or is it uh, anything you can talk about? I'll always talk about it, even if I can't. Um, <laughs> literally, the the night that we got here for Fan Expo, I got an email from my editor at Marvel saying she wants me to do a new cover. Uh, all I can really say is it's part of the Spider Verse. Uh, oh. Titles, so um, it's it's a ton of fun. It's so up my alley, and and uh, initially she wanted a sketch the day the show started, and I panicked. I got her out a sketch. She liked it. It's a good jumping off place, but she wants more, so she's giving me enough extra time. Uh, <laughs> the same day that I'll be moving in, she wants more sketches. So at least I won't be at the con. So are are you going to be like in the the moving truck with like a board set up as you're driving to your new home? That's pretty accurate to tell you the truth. I think it's going to come down to that. So uh, it'll be interesting, but it'll work out. So the cover you're doing, uh, obviously, there's only so much you can say. Is that for the the big crossover event that they've got coming up? I think it's called Spider Geddon. That is exactly it. Okay, that is exactly it. So um, I I assume I'm allowed to say. It. No one said don't say it, but. I'll leave the, the specifics to your imaginations. I, I, so. I think with uh, with your art style, it, it narrows it down a little yeah. bit. Yeah, well, you, you know, the first time I got to draw for the Spider-Verse, it was all these characters that I didn't feel particularly qualified to do because they were so prototypical superhero, but they still wanted my style. So it was a fun little challenge to do ten pages in a style a little more traditional superhero than what I'm used to. So so do we know when that's estimated to come out? Like a, the, the solicit date, give or take? I honestly don't, but if I had to venture a guess, I would say certainly by the holidays. And that was uh, me with Jay Foskett, who I love sitting down with. I'm... He's one of the, he's one of the good guys in college. Oh, it's always good to talk to Jay. Yeah, he's he's nice. He's friendly. He's an honorary Canadian, as yep. you could hear in that interview. He <laughs> he has a neighborhood that he can point out in Toronto is the one that he likes to like go around and walk around and pick a, like these stores that he likes and stuff. So and uh, and he he likes to talk to us for some reason. So yeah, I don't know why. Um, he seems nice. I I really love his big Bodhi puppet. Yeah. <laughs> Did you see the... Are you friends with him on Facebook? No. He's got Bodie Troll shower curtains. That's amazing. He had them nice. printed up for his new house. Uh, at some, I guess there's... I want to ask him, because now I'm curious of what else can you get printed on shower curtains, and how much does this cost? Oh, no. Because <laughs> uh, they were custom. The answer custom. is anything. <laughs> the price, I don't know. Yeah. But I would, now the real question is... Is that in the master bath or the guest bath? I don't know. It's a big bathroom, whatever it is. And and I guess the wife, you know, you must be like, okay with it. Cause you, can always, you can always be like, well, this character paid for this stuff. 
Well, Jay is a bachelor at the moment. Oh, well, even better. As, yeah, he doesn't have to Sorry. consult with anybody. As as Jay has been known to say, I am Jay Fosgett. I do what I want. So, <laughs> hey, that's kind of like my answer of why I've got Star Wars shower curtains. Because guess what? There's nobody complaining about it at my house. If somebody is complaining about them, they shouldn't be in your house. Well, that's the other thing, too. <laughs> you come home one night, just hear a voice like, Get rid of the shower shower curtains. What are you, 12? And that's, and like, that's when you get scared. Out. It's when I reach for the sword on the wall. Yeah. <laughs> so as we like to end every episode, Geek Fix. I've got first? one. Does Jen, oh, okay. Jen has one, too. Jen has one. We, we'll let Jen go first. We just okay. get out of the news in order for Jen to have it. <laughs> um, so my geek pick for, oh, well, I should preface this by saying, read Squirrel Girl. It's yes. amazing. It still is amazing. Actually, this last uh, issue I left out for Brent to read because it's got absolutely no words in it. Yeah, it's the, like, it, no they dialogue. did the, the C.I. Joe silent issue, issue shit. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Uh, and it's got a really cute picture of Tippy Toe on the front. Um, so my geek pick uh, is the, the trailer for the new Netflix series for Shira Princess and the Princesses of Power. I'm stupidly excited for this show to come out. I can't wait. It's in, what, November it's coming out? Yes. Yeah. It comes out before the end of the year. Oh, yeah. okay. So this trailer is, like, a minute long, and it's got her whole new outfit and shiny, the shiny, shiny sword and a little bit of her transformation into She-Ra, and it's taking, like, She-Ra and Sailor Moon and Magical Girl tropes and mooshing them together. And I love all of that stuff, and I'm very excited. Now, this is the same people that bring us uh, Steven Universe, is it not? I don't know. Not completely. I know but the some of the people, the someone show- that's involved in that. I remember hearing yeah, that at one point. Maybe it's one of the animation Some of the people. art style, I think, is very similar. Yeah. So the, the, the showrunner is the woman who did uh, does the comic book Lumberjanes. Okay. Which has gotten a lot of critical praise in the last couple of years due to its handling of like just teenage girls in a comic book without, you know, going into stereotypes, basically. Yeah. It's a fun book. Um, and she is a big fan of she wrote Kind of like, um, <laughs> wow, this is showing how much I've learned from Jen. Kind of like how Lauren Faust was when she took over My Little Pony. Okay. And did that first season. First one or two? Uh, just the first one, I just think. Just the first one. And you could tell that it was put together by somebody who loves the property. Yeah, it made me feel like if I had been more ambitious, I could have been the creative force, driving force behind yeah. like the... Pick something else. Well, they're already American doing... Sailor Moon. Ugh. No, they're already, <laughs> they're already doing... Um... But if you did it, you could do it right. No, no, you can't do that one right. Um they're already they're redoing uh, Rainbow Bright. They're doing a new comic book of Rainbow Bright. Yes, um, I've heard news that there's a cartoon that's in the works for it too, but I don't know anything about it. Your cats are chasing each other I through like, the hallway. I thought I just heard a door close. I'm like, is there somebody else in the house? Well, I thought I heard a crash bang earlier, and I was going to wait until afterwards. But now <laughs> both your cats just chase each other through the hallway. Yep, they're having their midnight sillies. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, the trailer looks good. The trailer looks phenomenal, and her she's not wearing like a super sexy outfit. She's got like biker shorts on under her skirt, and 
They still kind of kept the same aesthetic, though. And um, it looks I'm like so Shira. Yeah, it, it just like it's a different version yeah. of it. She says, "For the honor of Gray Skull." Yeah, yeah, which means Gray Skull exists. And to be honest, her sword in this one looks way more badass oh, yeah. than oh, the last yeah. one. And it still has the jewel in the middle of it. Yep. She can stab like four people with that thing on that blade. <laughs> If I remember like, correctly, the jewel had some sort of healing properties. I think the sword, the jewel did a whole bunch of or different she stuff. She it, at some point she, she used could it use trans- it to see th- like yeah, other places and form uh, uh, her horse. Well, that's just swift the power. Yeah, yeah, just instead of pointing the sword at Swift yeah. when she pointed, just like Heman would point his sword at Battle Cat. Yeah, it's just power coming. But from her the sword. sword could become a rope. It could like yeah, back she then, mastered could, yeah. the power of that shit. Yeah, much better than Heman's He-Man sword ever. was way weaker. He just He-Man clubbed like, stuff. Well, with I it. can't stab real people. I'll just pitch, punch them, and throw rocks at them. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't even stab robots with it. Yeah. He more or less clubbed people with his sword. It had like a dull edge. <laughs> but it, I, like I was saying pre-episode, I wonder if we will see or there will be a, alluded to or there'll be talk of he, you know, her, the rest of like her family, which was He-Man yeah. and the the queen and the king. Because it doesn't, on another world. in this trailer, it doesn't seem like she's part of the horde. At, at the beginning. Well, which she is still could the, be. Could be. Because the, the, the sword is talking to her about, you know, telling her the truth yeah. and all this stuff. So she could be. We could find out that she's, when you start watching it, she could be bad. Mm. And then, you know, become, you know, turn to the rebellion and go against. I want, have they shown any images of Hordak? Nope. No. I want to see what they do in that art style. I want to see Hordak. Because I think it could be really cool. Mm-hmm. And I hope Hordak is still the bad guy. I wonder if we'll see I, Horde he Prime. Might, uh, he might be, or Horde Prime, one of the two might be one of those things they save till the end. Yeah. See, and I'm kind of hoping that they don't really tie it in with He-Man, because I like that this is a She-Ra show that but, can stand on her own. And it can stand on its own, but you can't, you know, you can't ignore He-Man. Not it's like room. Supergirl on in the Arrowverse, you know, you don't always see Superman, and she doesn't always call Superman for help. This last season, you don't even see Superman, but they talk about Superman. Superman exists in their world. But we see Superman. But Adora lived for so long without even knowing that He-Man existed. But she didn't become She-Ra until she knew He-Man existed. See, and I don't, I don't know if you need to keep that in. See, so, so, my idea is, I think you do the reverse of how they did it originally. We talked about this off air, is where She-Ra goes searching for her lost brother. And there's multiple things you can do. Like, you can do the DC Comics version where he was He-Man, he was the champion of the Eternia, and then something went Stel- wonky. Skeletor won yeah. because Orko fucked up. Yeah, and they got wiped out of the memories of everybody else. Yeah. Or just the idea of, like, maybe he's just out there lost, and she goes looks for her brother. She's much more capable than he is anyway. Yeah. And she was in the original cartoon too, which was, you know, there's not there's nothing new to establish her as being better than him. No, I But know, I still I just, think I, you need to at some point introduce the idea of He-Man and Castle Grayskull because she says for the honor of Grayskull. She yeah, still has no, the you same can power still words. Have Grayskull. I I totally think you could still have Grayskull, but I think that Grayskull could be almost like a, a focal point in like a multiverse. And every multi, every universe has a gray skull, 
and that's it's interesting. Just, it's, like, it's interesting, it's, but I don't know. You don't, like need, like you don't need to turtles. go. Yeah, you don't need to go multiverse. No, no, no. But you could. But like, even if it's just because it, it is a focal other worlds. Well, and then it already was a focal point in there of. To multiple universes or yeah. multiple so galaxies. They could have so have a gray skull in Etheria that doesn't. Well, no, they had the what was it, the Crystal, the Palace? Crystal Palace? No, but I mean, it could exist in Etheria, and but still not necessarily tie it. Like that could be the only tie, and they don't even mention He Man. I just I think, think they need to I, do He Man. I think He-Man. that they can. The story can stand on its own without having to rely on He Man. No, nope, needs He Man. It's a big muscle guy in in. in I mean, I feel the same way about shorts. Supergirl. I don't think that Supergirl should ever have brought Superman into it at all. I think that Supergirl on her own should be enough to run the story, and she doesn't. Need and it to is. They on just, Superman showing up right. in the and season. They, they never to did make it a better season. They they didn't depend on him. <laughs> it just they were able to bring it in as a story point. But I didn't think they need to. They didn't need I, to, but I, they did. They I could. think they should do a Hanukkah special where two children teach Hordak the joys of Hanukkah. <laughs> <sighs> no, they should do a Thanksgiving special. I don't want they all, to spin the dreidel. They all sit evil. around eating turkey and watch football. <laughs> and then go shopping the next day and trample each other. <laughs> no, well, imagine Hordak in, on Black Friday. His hands a cannon, yep. dude. He's just blowing people away. Yeah. I want that TV. Hey, Hordak wasn't influenced by the power of, of, of Christmas. Only Skeletor. And that's what I'm saying. Because he was in know? that special. You that's the it. only time we see Horde Prime. Yeah, well, his hand. No, well, yeah. you only see his hands and stuff. You don't actually. I don't see think his you face. ever. No, you never see his face. But I don't think. Do we ever have them even talk about Horde Prime in any of the other series? Oh yeah, he's in Shira. A ton. Was he? Oh yeah. Okay. But basically, as he is, it's, no, it's just the hand. hand. See, I, th- I could only remember that being like the time you see. I want to say. Prime. Yeah, I want to say he's in the the movie too that introduces Shira. I don't remember him yeah, at all. Yeah, it's been a while. Well, he's just a hand filled, like covered by smoke. Yeah, I but, don't remember him from the cartoon at all. I remember him from the the graphic novels that it was mentioned when she's uh, was Horde Prime in that. I think so. I don't think Horde Prime was that. Was he? I don't uh, know. Yeah, I have to reread those books. Yeah, you know what figure I want from those comics? Which because figure? They made a they made a Despera. Yes. Yeah, I want that one. But I also want them to make a um, a snake goddess Tila. I think that I'm pretty awesome. sure they did. Did they? I want that figure. I'll have to take a look. I'm pretty sure it was one of the it, like when Mattel was doing it. Yeah, I don't the think collector days. I'm googling it. it. Okay, you Google it. So and what's I'll your give pick, my Ryan? geek pick? Well, uh, my geek pick. I this weekend I blew through all nine episodes of The Dragon Prince, which is a new Netflix cartoon uh, brought to us by the people behind Avatar: The Last and Airbender and. Uh, and Korra, whatever that one was called. Legend of Korra. That's it. <laughs> I couldn't remember what the little part beginning of it was. Uh, and it feels very Avatar-esque. Mm. Um, so the premise, you know, here's the, the beginning of this. So the, it's a world where there's magic. And there's humans and there's dragons and there's elves and there's all these different things living together in harmony until... Uh, using the you know, the different elemental magical ways. And then all of a sudden this human discovers, oh, well, you know, if you, like, kill this thing and take its essence, you can use dark magic. And they start being all bad and going to war and using dark magic. And so they get banished out of the magical land to the other half of the world, which then gets separated by, like, lava mm. from the Dragon King, who is then on guards the border. 
And then the humans eventually go to war because they want to get back into the magical kingdom and they kill the dragon king and break the egg. The so dragon no egg. No more dragons. So, yes. Because, you know, dragon eggs are only hatched every so, or laid every thousands of years or blah, blah, something, something. They say it in the show. So, the show starts off with a, we get to have a, tro- a troop of um, moon elves, night elves. Moon elves. We moon watched elves. the first episode. The yeah, Jimmy we saw King. the first episode. And uh, they're going to assassinate the king for his killing of the dragon king and the king and his son, the prince. And then we meet the prince and we meet the step prince, or the stepson of the king, and uh, the, who's voiced by the... I th- I'm sure it's the same actor that voiced um, the, the guy at the boomerang that you love so much. Soka. Yes, in uh, in Avatar. Avatar. Um, I don't. I've watched all nine episodes. I enjoyed it. I want. I, I can't wait for more episodes. Um, first one was good. Like uh, we watched the first one, there was something in the animations that bugged me a little bit, but hmm. almost looked like sometimes it was missing a frame. Maybe that was just your stream. Uh, maybe. I didn't notice. Yeah. I don't know. It, it very much reminds me of the first season of Avatar, where it's just kind of like okay, introducing little things. Where the team starts to get build. Yeah. Where it's like you know. Avatar, as good as it is in the first season, it's much better as they've built. Like when you get towards the end of it, it's like it's really good. So it's kind of one of these I want to see like the next couple of seasons yeah. get to that point already. Cool. So that's my pick. Go watch it. <laughs> well, mine is actually a repeat of one of your picks Ooh. from uh, oh, last episode. You watched it? Yes, we watched Death of Superman last. Yeah, night. it wasn't last. Episode. I think it was two episodes. Two, two, two episodes, episodes ago. ago. It uh, really good. Really enjoyed it. Like. The thing is, is um, for someone like Jen who didn't grow up with that that story or those comics, easily accessible. For me, it was interesting to watch the, the differences in how they made the differences. Yeah. Like the, I, I like the nod to red haired Luther. That was kind of funny, um, and like just the the other stuff that they, you know, that because so that era of Superman was so continuity tied. Yeah, because it was four what four books monthly, four books monthly, and even at one point one it, I think it was weekly. One of them went. Yeah, uh, so like there's a lot of story stuff in that Death of Superman because um, at the end of it, Jen's like, "Well, they didn't do anything with the funeral or that because it goes it, it sets up right for Reign of Superman yep. to begin afterwards." Which makes sense because the funeral for a friend wouldn't make or a world without Superman, depending on what title you want to go with, wouldn't make the world's greatest animated film. No, because there's not a huge amount of action in it. But story wise, it's excellent. Oh, yeah. It's one of my favorite Superman books. But so I gave Jen that book to read, and she's going through it and like which book, Death of Superman? No, or? World, World Without Superman. Okay. Yeah, I'm reading it now. Nice. And Jen comes to me and she's like, "What's the deal with Supergirl?" I had completely forgotten. Like, oh yeah, that's, that's not, not super, the real Supergirl. No, it's, like it's an, an alien, alien that's Supergirl. A, that's a that can like shape shift and decided to call herself Supergirl. Yeah, and even then, I don't know what the whole deal no. about that character is. And was in having like a relationship with that young Luther clone. Yeah. Or whatever. yeah in also, the comic. there's a bunch of different... Uh, <laughs> Lex Luthor with the long red hair. There's a bunch of uh, panels where he looks like a woman. Oh, and, the, and the, yeah, the... Yeah. I'm like, ooh, that is not a good look for you. He looks much better bald. Also, who's the, the Justice League guy with the bad bowl haircut? 
and uh, I guess he looks like a green, yellow Green Lantern. You know that guy, guy Gardner. He used to be a Green Lantern. Then and he had his out. ring taken away, but then he got, was given a power ring that was a yellow power ring, but not a yellow Sinestro power ring. Yeah. And then he became... Then, then he, he had, they found out that he had, had like alien DNA, DNA and became them. called the Warrior. Yep, Guy Gardner Warrior, which is a terrible comic. Yep. Also... There's like 70 billion superpowered people in this comic book. And yep. they're all there at the funeral. Where the hell were they when Superman was fighting him? Yep. Like, seriously. That's part of the thing. Is, like, well, at that time... The, the just- movie made sense because they only had a very small amount and they watched them all get... There's not even them. them. But this one, there's like at least 30 without exaggeration. Oh, yeah. So in this new DC animated universe... Is this movie the first appearance of the Hawkman in this universe? That's that I've seen. Yeah, because I couldn't remember. I'm like, I don't think he's been in any of the previous movies. No. So they ad- they added him for cannon fodder, basically. Yeah, pretty much. But that uh, see, that was one of the other interesting things of how they dealt with that. Um, because in the comics, the the Justice League that they sent after... Doomsday is kind of expendable. Oh, yeah, it was totally. It was, all it was the, the B team. Is the B team because like Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman were not on the Justice League yeah. at that point. They weren't even really hanging out at that point. Yeah, I don't know what Wonder Woman was up to. Superman, uh, Batman was being Batman, being broody. Yeah, that was just before he had his back broken. Yeah, was that? Oh, what was the one with uh, the Gotham, the, the earthquake, No Man's Land? Was that? That was before. No, this was after No Man's Land, was it not? Was No Man's Land, No Man's Land, not before Death of Superman? No, No Man's Land is one of like so. Death of Superman set uh, set off like a cavalcade for DC doing these big, huge storylines in all of their books, and so eventually, Petra, uh, get into the recycling. Batman's back gets broken, but at the same time, it also set the course for Hal Jordan and Parallax, right? Yep. So um, I want to say No Man's Land is is after... I want to say No Man's Land is after Nightfall. Okay. Because uh, Greg Ruckus wrote part of No Man's Land, I think. Yeah. Rucka and He's the, credited on the novelization, yeah, and, which I found uh, this weekend when I was cleaning my office. And I want to say... Um, da, 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 what's his name? Well, does Bane uh, have a territory in No Man's Land? Maybe. So the new did, was, if he I, does, then that would be I after. Did, that's that's the weird point in my comic life where I basically stopped reading superheroes for a bit because it was like everything was crossover. Yeah. Well, I, I never just, read it as a comic. I ended up picking up the novelization of it. I've also got the novelization of the life and death uh, of the uh, Superman. Superman. It's pretty good. Yeah, uh, Roger Stern wrote it, I believe, and he was one of the he was one of the Superman writers at yeah. the time. So. Um, but so you thing, enjoyed the movie, yeah. And the only thing I think it's missing in the extras is the they kind of talk a little bit about how the why the fight was and how the the panel breakdown in the comics and stuff that was really cool. I was kind of disappointed there wasn't a documentary on why that storyline came about in the first place because that whole story is kind of interesting. It's it, for for our listeners who don't know. Essentially, Lois and Clark were set to get married, and that was the time period where the Lois and Clark TV show was on, and they were going to get married on the TV show, so Warner Brothers asked DC Comics not to do the wedding storyline, and as the story goes, anytime they got stuck in a story meeting, because they had four monthly books 
Yeah, and every wasn't year it one they, of those like the, the like the Superman retreat? Yeah, they had a Superman retreat to go over what would they were going to do that year, and every year I think it, it I think it's Dan Jurgens would just yell out from the back, "Why don't we just kill him?" <laughs> Because <laughs> it was frosted, like you know, it was a jokey way of saying, like this is getting annoying. Like, oh, we can't do this, we can't, can't do, that do that because they're doing it here. And but that was the year that Mike Carlin, who was the the group Superman editor, went, "All right, well then what?" And then they started processing what the rest yeah. of the story was going and to. How be. How does it happen? And who gets it and stuff like that. And it would have been nice to see that. But other than that, the movie is, I really enjoyed it. I'm really looking forward to the reign of the Superman. Yeah. Like, I enjoyed it enough that I I borrowed your copy. I'm probably going to go out and buy my own at some point. I liked the nods they gave when they showed, like, the each of the future different versions of Superman that we'll get in the next movie. Like, when you see the, the clone of the Superboy, you see that. He's in the outfit that New 52 Superboy wears, like with the red oh, and black the, suit when he's in the tank. In the tank, yeah. But then when you see him leave, he's grabbing like, you see him grab like a jacket. Yep. Like the like he did in the story. And it, it's the, the classic Tom Grummet Superboy look. Yeah. And then, you know, we, we meet Henry Irons, and he's a scientist, and he's a Superman fan. Like yeah. And then... Uh, uh, who was... It sounds like there it oh, was. Oh, that's e- the one who ends up being Steel. Yeah. Ah. And so it, it sounds like they either had him. The idea is that maybe he looked to commit suicide, and Superman stopped them. Like they just have a, like a line in it that yeah. you know, there's a reason he wants to take Superman's place when Superman is gone. To hold up that mantle. That image. yeah. Like, I also like in the comics. I also thought it was neat how they set up Cyborg and the the Eradicator. Yeah, but like for because I know what's going on. Well, exactly, the, and it's but just it's that a whole different twist on because, both of them. Well, exactly because the cyborg Superman, um, what was his real name? Hank Henshaw. That's it. I knew it was sort of an H, and that whole in space, more or less in the comics, it was kind of like the Fantastic Four origin. If it went really, really, really bad, yeah. And but you don't have time to do that a separate thing and then introduce the character over time if you're going to be bringing them in like, this is a good way for it to happen and then you know he you know the whole well maybe he is Superman that was built rebuilt with robotic parts story mm. kind of makes more sense this way not knowing you know because we could have maybe pieced together that it was Hank Henshaw before I didn't know anything about him when I originally read the comics yeah see that's another one that that was like the, I think if if I'm not mistaken. That's a storyline that like happened like a couple of years before. Yeah, like the, it's one they of these did a really good that job pulled out of tying in like that Superman continuity at the time, like yeah. from all over the place. Because they did a really good job of in the original when those comics were coming out of you know just kind of pulling you along to be like, is one of these four people really the real Superman? Yeah. Which one is the real Superman? Other than Steel, who Other right than off the Steel. bat goes like, nope, not me. I just like the dude. Yeah. <laughs> The uh, it, I'm curious what they do in Rain, like because there's so many things that that leads into, right? Like, well, will exactly will they? Are they going to destroy Coast City? Yeah, and then have you know then that could be you know, could lead us to the you know if they wanted to doing the fall of Hal Jordan cartoon, yeah, where they introduce Parallax and he goes crazy and then sacrifices himself. Do we get Mullet Superman at the end of it? Oh. Black suit, mullet, <laughs> Superman. I kind of hope we do. I kind of hope I we don't. I love the look of that black suit. It's so. I even have a hero click of it. 
the, the a hero click. Yep. Wow. Uh, oh, I still have my hero clicks. I don't have any hero clicks. I never played the game. Yeah. It's Warhammer for dummies. Yeah. <laughs> With superhero miniatures that you but, don't have uh, to paint. <laughs> I don't know. I we almost got the black suit in uh, in Justice League. Yeah. Apparently, had we gotten the Zack Snyder cut, we were going to get that. Yeah. Uh, Speaking of the Zack Snyder cut, I did read something today that I guess he's been out and about on Twitter interacting with people about his movie and how his things would have turned out. And I guess in the scene with with Cyborg's dad, there's like an Asian scientist that doesn't really have lines. He's just in the background. Well, that was supposed to be Ryan Cho. I don't know who that is. That's the other Adam. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. So that was supposed to be setting up possibly of going forward of having the atom in the yeah. Justin. Nah. It's a, until we ever see that cut. Well, exactly. It's one of those things that like I I shelved that right next to Kill Bill, the whole bloody affair. It's like it it exists somewhere out there in the ether, but yeah. Lord knows when I'll ever be able to buy it. Every I think it's like every year. Amazon updates the listing for that Kill Bill, the whole bloody affair. What's and that anyway? It's the whole movie is how it was originally presented at Con is one cut. Oh, okay. And where it's got like the, the there's a scene with Michael Jai White in it, and the black and white is in full color because they they put the like you know the the uh, in the first one the big huge scene with the the crazy eighty eights yep. and all the limb dismemberment and stuff. The reason it's in black and white was so they could get an R rating. Yep. Well, the the whole bloody affair does it's all in full color and stuff. Okay, and there's a couple other story differences apparently, like different cuts and stuff like that. So, <laughs> I, I just I love those movies and I'd love to see that. But it's one of those things that Amazon teases everybody every year. It updates, but like there's no release date on it. It's, <laughs> it, it's tied up in Miramax's uh. catalog somewhere. Anyway, it's enough of my rambling. Yep. Um, good so picks, good picks. The She-Ra trailer and yours New was, cartoon and uh, a new cartoon what, movie. What was that called? The Dragon Prince. Dragon Prince and Death of Super. We were all cartoons this time. Yep. So uh, tune in next episode. Kevin should be back and we'll talk a little bit about Germany. Kevin's wild European adventures. <laughs> German vacation. And uh, sausages and, and Lederhosen. Sausages and Lederhosen. That's what I'm going to title that episode. Thanks. Sausages <laughs> and Lederhosen. Um, I'll make a little that, picture of Kevin and Lederhosen. You can find oh, us. Oh, that on, would be awesome. <laughs> you can find us on Instagram, on Twitter, and on Facebook under True North Nerds. And uh, please feel free to interact with us. We're we're friendly folk on on these boards. And so and so far, now this isn't a challenge. So far, everybody that interacts with us hasn't been dicks. So keep it up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't be afraid to share our posts. You know, let your friends know. Invite more people to listen. Let us know you're listening. Yep. And uh, uh, oh, I'll, I'll address this semi publicly now. Uh, we have talked to. We have heard from a couple of you who are. Uh, very vocal and have mentioned about uh, the T-shirts that you saw from the fan expo pictures uh, that we have we had made up. Um, we're we're thinking about that because you have asked how to get them. Uh, we're talking about it. We 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 won't give details now because I don't want to say one thing and then you know then we 
do something else or we jack up the price from because we find out it's way too expensive to do. But we we are looking at it. Um, if you want T-shirts and haven't talked to us yet, post under in Facebook and let us know. So we Facebook we or Twitter, put it out there so we are, were somewhere yeah, send us let a us message in, so we know interact with us. So so we know that there's kind of numbers and because really like how how these T-shirts came about, we can do small batches fairly easily. But if there's like a fairly decent sized number of people who want them, we may have to go a different route. So it's you know there's things involved that I don't that we would have to to work out. But if you're interested, let us know and we we will see if we can make that happen. We would love to get those t-shirts out there. In the meantime, that's it for us. Keep listening. Next we next episode in Germany. Bye. Bye. Set your phasers to sexy. Been listening to the True North Nerds recorded at the Utility Cupcake Research Kitchen. Reach the nerds on Twitter at True North Nerds, on Facebook under Surprise True North Nerds, and you can reach them by email at truenorthnerds at gmail.com. If you like the opening theme song, it's called Set Your Phasers to Sexy by Kirby Crackle from the album Sounds Like You. Please go to KirbyCrackleMusic.com or look them up on iTunes and buy everything that they have made. You won't regret it. So set your phasers to sexy.